You in? You can answer if you want. <laughs> you may be in already, and you may be wanting to be in. Um, and wherever you're at in that camp, this is for you. So I'm just going to invite um, our three interviewees to come up and bring their chairs. We didn't want to steal anyone's chair, so they're going to have to bring theirs with them. Um, and just while they're setting up here, um, I'm just going to just give you a little highlight. So you, you, that captures the heart of our KFCs. Um, they are the place where we belong as family, and they are the place where we invite you to be, at, where we explore the kingdom, we practice the kingdom, we release the kingdom in these um, smaller groups. Um, and so if you're already part of that uh, journey, uh, we are just wanting to go deeper. Uh, and if you're not, and you're, maybe you joined us recently, we really want to invite you to um, come get to know us as a church um, as we start to open things up again then this is a perfect opportunity for us to again be meeting together and, and getting to know, is this where God calls you? And, um, and then if you know this is the place, this is home, KFCs is where you, you find yourself really belonging. So um, we've got James, Kitten, and Saskia. Do you guys want to just introduce yourselves while I set up my chair so we get a flavor of who you are, maybe something going on in your life that's fun? Sure, I'm James Peterson. Hi. Uh, I'm married to my beautiful bride, um, Danny, and we've got three boys, Zachariah, Joshua, Jonathan, and we're based over in Shoreham at the moment. I'm currently working in the wonderful world of insurance broking, and uh, in terms of hobbies, the three boys are kind of pretty much, um, yeah, most of my, my time, so, uh, but if I get a chance to hop on a bike and go up over the downs, then, uh, then that's me, but yeah, hi. Morning, I'm Saskia, married to James Peel, and we've got four beautiful daughters who I can see over there. We've got Flora, Beatrice, Octavia, and Lettuce, and my primary role is looking after them, and when I have a moment of free time, I love to paint, I love being involved in worship, and I love playing tennis. She leads the best KFC as well. <laughs> I, I'm a, in a that little, KFC. I'm a little, <laughs> little biased a over there, I think. Slightly biased. Good morning. I'm Kim. Um, I'm married to Andrew, who um, runs the operations here at Chank. Um, we have two beautiful little girls, um, Callie, who's three and a half, and Waverly, who is uh, seven months. And so it's been an exciting year for us. Um, and I am from Seattle in the United States, and we moved here um, about three years ago now. Awesome. Well, let's dive straight in, because God's been doing so much in our KFCs. It's crazy to think it's been a year since it started. It might have felt like a lot longer in some ways, or maybe it's felt like a flash. But, um, you know, the first question I wanted to ask is, you know, what has God been doing? in these KFCs, what have you noticed in, in your groups particular, particularly? I guess just to start and just to, to set the, the scene, this was uh, a, a something that God put on the heart of James and Lou back at the end of t 2019, so before all of this, this craziness that's become our normal has kicked off, the timing genuinely was miraculous. And we launched the KFCs literally as this thing called lockdown, which has so become normal now, which none of us have experienced anything like it before. Um, there, there were food, you know, huge shortages in supermarkets and a lot of kind of anxiety and, and fear around. 
and huge amounts of uncertainty. And that was the backdrop for the launch of KFCs, which was extraordinary. So we started with these, with these groups of people, most of whom didn't know each other. And we got very familiar with this thing called Zoom that again is now just something that just trips off the tongue. Back then, I, I didn't know what a Zoom was. Uh, but uh, obviously now most of us do and have had many, many hours uh, experiencing it. But in that time, it's just been the most extraordinary journey to journey with, with these amazing people that are now family and to see God moving in our midst. To, as as the, the, um, the verse that we read in Romans, to rejoice with those who, who rejoice. And we've seen some extraordinary things. But also to mourn with those who mourn. And we've just had the, the Thanksgiving service last week for beautiful baby Evelyn. And just have the most extraordinary couple, uh, Phil and Lily, who I just want to honor your courage and your faith. Um, it's been an absolute honor to journey with you and to, to um, yeah, just to... To be, to be with you through that journey and to, to be on that journey as a family. So, um, yeah, I think that, that kind of summarizes our, our year. Um, just following on from that, when we were thinking about kingdom family communities, I had a picture and we were in the throne room of heaven and Father God was on the throne, crowned, and we were all sitting um, at his feet and he got off the throne and he crowned each one of us princes and princesses children of God and I just felt then that he was saying you are all children of God and you all share the same DNA and I think what God has shown me this last year during this weird time is the truth that we all share the same DNA because in the world's eyes we were 25 people thrown together. Many of us had never met in person. And yet we have this genuine love for one another. We have this connection that can only be called supernatural because we're from all different work, walks of life, different backgrounds, different situations, and yet we are family. Yeah, I agree. It's been... Um, yeah, just reflecting so much on exactly what you guys have shared. And I think coming into our kingdom family community, um, it was incredible. We, we looked at who God had given us and we were like, wow, you know, the majority of the people in our group had joined the church in the last, you know, six months to a year. And that felt like such a precious opportunity. We were just like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and, and then of course, like you said, um, the whole world turned upside down. And actually it's been amazing to see how God has really just knit people into this community, our wider community, as well as our own little group. Um, it's really been incredible. And um, just to share a quick uh, testimony, one of our very precious members um, was speaking to someone at her work recently who, um, who asked her, you know, how are you coping just not being able to see people? How have you coped the last year? Um, of just of lockdown because it's been really hard and and she got to share with him just um, how this group how her her kingdom family community has really become just that like a family and um, and how it's really uh, been a lifeline and I think that that would describe so many of us um, myself included that it really has just been a lifeline and God has has been moving so much in us as a as a, a group to just really knit us together which has been incredible so good. I, what I love hearing is how 
you hear the story now, looking back a year, and you see how God was so gracious, you know, the timing of the launch and how everything came together so naturally or seemingly, and maybe it was a bit messy, but um, that's part of it, isn't it? The beauty and the mess. <laughs> and yeah, and obviously it's, it's been a year of COVID, and you, you know, you've already touched on it, you know, the grief and the, the journey with one another and the, the challenge of connecting, but it's still been a time where people have connected and... Um, how has God been moving those particular COVID sort of challenges? Is there anything you can say on that? I mean, yeah, it's definitely been challenging. <laughs> um, just like how we've tried to operate all the other parts of our world um, online or in small groups, it has definitely been challenging. And, um, and, and part of it's been a little bit, we have had to kind of grieve the, the loss of being able to just all cram into somebody's home and, and worship together or whatever it is. Um, but it has been really cool as well to see how we've been able to not only just meet online, but also, you know, use the regulations to our advantage, you know, meeting up in, in small groups of sixes when we're allowed to, and, you know, going for walks with each other and, um, finding ways to, to see each other just like we have been in all other areas of life and, and seeing God move in those groups, even though they don't look like what we originally thought they'd look like. Um, he's been so, so faithful to show up. I guess even just the, the fact that we're able to meet on Zoom has been uh, extraordinary as well because it, you know, it says in the Bible when, when two or three are, are gathered in, in his name that he's present and we can gather remotely and so in Naples we've got couples with, with little ones so they can both be present whereas otherwise we'd have to just have one and one would have to stay home. So it's, it's actually enabled people to connect really easily from their homes and we've even got a, a couple who spend time overseas and they're able to connect in so even though they're not even in the country they're still as present with us each time we meet and it's in that respect it's been so inclusive and we've still been able to enjoy the presence of of holy spirit and what god's doing each each time so yeah it's been beautiful um what what would you say I mean, we've talked about what god's doing but what would you say God has taught you guys in your KFCs. There may be certain you know, things you've seen happening or themes or testimonies that just like reveal part of God's character. Um, yeah, perhaps you could kind of flesh out a bit more what God's been doing and you know, just trying to notice what God is doing amongst us as a church. Really. Yeah, we've um, had a good year and we've really, uh, I feel like in our group we have been able to grow in our prophetic gifting and Zoom has sort of lent itself to that um, in the way that we can sort of, we've almost played games where we go around the grid of faces and have just been asking, um, you know, assigning someone the next person, say, just listen to God for this person. What is God saying? And um, the amazing thing is God always speaks. There hasn't been one moment when someone has gone, sorry, didn't hear anything. We've all, they've always been encouraging words, hearing God's voice. And it's just been a great way to um, sort of grow that in a safe space because some of us were very familiar with it. Some of us, it was a completely new experience. Um, so we've been enjoying doing that in our KFC. That's been good. Uh, I guess a couple of things. Um, one, just as a church, I know we value testimony, but it's just been extraordinary to, we, we start most meetings with testimonies. And 
we always leave too short. We think, okay, maybe five, ten minutes. Normally, half an hour, 40 minutes later, they're still going. And, and that's just been extraordinary to, to, to encourage and build faith. And I think set an expectation or greater expectation just for the miraculous. Um, because, you know, from maybe seemingly a small testimony to something big, but, but God is moving and moving through us everyday people sons and daughters of God and that's just I think for me been so encouraging particularly with the kind of the dark backdrop of of COVID and all that's kind of gone on this 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 last year um, and another thing that we're we're growing in and we're building is is just vulnerability and and learning to open our hearts um, to each other and I think again I just want to cite Phil and Lou just your vulnerability through this process has been just extraordinary to be a part of and we're just realizing the more that we we open our hearts to each other the more we can come around each other and we can grow and it's such a countercultural thing in the west you know very often the sunday face can come on a church how are you i'm good how is your week good and that's kind of often we, we present this front but and and yet there's all this stuff going on in all of us that you know places of brokenness you know disappointments all that stuff and actually being able to open that to each other um, has just been amazing because of the culture of honor that James and Lou have built in the church and the leadership that we're, ed- we're able to do that. Um, we've just a really fun testimony that, that hopefully kind of helps uh, illustrate that. Um, is that we had a, 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 um, a meeting where we were just going after truth and revealing lies that, that people may have, have been taken hold of and, and that would affecting their, their lives really and uh, again extraordinary guy in our in our group he's incredibly intelligent he's got a couple of degrees and yet every time he went into a room he would always feel like everybody else was was more intelligent than him and it would just really affect his security he'd always go in with this kind of thing of feeling like he, he, he wasn't um, as intelligent as everybody else so we had some time waiting on holy spirit and and asking Holy Spirit for, for, to reveal lies um, uh, that we may be believing. And he had this moment where he remembered a conversation with an admissions tutor at school. So this is decades ago. And the, the, this admissions tutor had said, you're never going to be clever enough to go to university. And whatever words. But that one sentence, that probably a throwaway comment from a... You know, someone in his life, someone important in his life decades ago was a present reality to him today. And even in him then sharing it as a group, we were just able to say, oh my goodness, and, and release the truth over him. And we saw this extraordinary breakthrough for him that this lie that had, had held him captive, captive, held him back, was just revealed for exactly what it was. And we're all just marveling at that. And then this divine setup where one of the members in the group just so happened to be a student in the school that he taught at. And at that moment, she was like, you must know that you, the way you taught, you, you were such an extraordinary teacher. The way that you delivered the, the material just transformed that subject for me. You were the best teacher. And I mean, I, I was wondering, I don't know about everyone else, but it was just like this Holy Spirit moment of just, here's the lie, here's the truth, and actually this is who you are. And, and this kind of, that beauty of just God wanting us whole uh, to be who, who we've been created to be. So that's, that's part, of, part of our journey.
That's so good. I love that. Um, I would also just add, um, for us, I think it's been incredible. It's, like you said, James, it's been a year of challenges. And um, for a lot of people in our Kingdom Family community, it's been a very challenging year, whether that's to do with um, COVID and just circumstances around that, or whether that's, you know, there's been a lot of um, of death, um, and there's been a lot of um, sickness and just other things, you know, things that we as people deal with all the time, but it's been amazing to be able to um, kind of face those things together. And I think one of my favorite parts about that is watching um, just people come around each other and uh, you know, when someone kind of shares with the group what is going on, in their, whether it's in their family or their, their life or their job, um, it's not just, a, you know, oh, they're there. We, we're all, you know, we're all going through something or, you know, you'll get through it sort of thing. It's a, okay, we see you. We see your heart. Now, where is God in this? And, and it's been so incredible to see people really um, encouraging each other and turning each other towards the face of Jesus and exhorting each other, like, find the gold in this, you know, find where God is, is leading you in this time. And, um, and that continually happens because um, as we walk together, you know, things, things are always coming up and it just feels like it's such a gift to always be able to have somebody to, um, to be reminding you and pushing you towards Jesus, um, even when circumstances are, are difficult. Yeah, we've definitely seen that in our KFC, this sort of rallying around people, whether it's on WhatsApp, whether it's delivering food. Lots of WhatsApp. Lots of WhatsApp. Um, and actually also just seeing how God works for the good in any situation. We had this amazing testimony in our KFC of a lady um, who'd throughout the year been really struggling with isolation and loneliness and um, difficult relationships within her family. And, um, and then to top it off, she got coronavirus and she had it really badly and she had to go to hospital and she was really, really struggling. But the extraordinary thing was that because she had coronavirus, her family, who she'd not seen all year, even though they live close to her, um, came and they started talking to her and they started um, connecting again. And she was just sharing in our KFC a couple of weeks ago. Praise God, she is better and healthy again. Just that literally she's had transformation in her family. And she's seen her grandchildren again, who she hadn't seen um, for over a year. And she's talking to her mother on the phone and she's spending time with her children. Um, and also she said, what's extraordinary is that even though she still lives on her own and she still is alone a lot of the time, she's not feeling that isolation anymore. And um, it's just this incredible testimony of how God works for the good in any situation and he can bring transformation even where there seems no hope. What I love is um, just hearing how these elements of kingdom and family are just interweaved throughout this KFC. It's, you know, it's gathering around each other and journeying through the tough times, through the good times, but then seeing breakthroughs and everything in between. And, you know, the supernatural, the, the, the fellowship. And, you know, I, I just can't, like, I wonder how many testimonies there would be if we wrote them all down from all the KFCs. These are just three represented. And, you know, I've heard stories of one KFC doing a fire tunnel 
you know, and so, you know, they look on the screen and suddenly someone disappeared because they're on the floor and you can just see a blank room and, or, you know, we've, you know, I think Kim, you had, people had got given cars when they needed them and I think Sarah's here and plenty of um, cars being given. It's like God's trying to just show, like, I'm here, I provide. And, um, and one thing that for me, being, a, you know, not a KFC leader, but um, I feel like every time I show up at KFC, and, and you don't always want to go, isn't it? There's a part of you often, isn't there, that's like, oh, I'm so tired, another Zoom, you know, all those reasons. And the enemy really will, you know, put those reasons in your head. And, um, but I'm always so relieved that when I, every time I go to KFC, I, I feel like I meet with God. It's not just I'm meeting with fellow believers, which is wonderful. It's not just I'm hearing scripture, which is so important and everything, but I'm actually meeting with God himself. Um, which is always the, what you want to, you know, it's what I remind myself when I feel like, oh, it's so late. I've got two small children. And, um, and that's what we want. And, you know, we're not knocking any other model of small group, whatever any other church does. We just, we're just saying we want the kings break out in these groups. We want it to be more than a, a format that we follow uh, and do the same thing week in, week out. Um, and I do love yeah. that, that we just have the freedom to sort of just see where the Holy Spirit leads. I think that's been some of the most exciting and fun times have been when we're, you know, we maybe have a plan of, of what we think is going to happen and um, whether it's a word that somebody brings or whether it's, you know, a, just a time of worship that we have on, <laughs> on Zoom with everybody singing in their own houses and that sort of thing. But even then, like, the Spirit shows up. And I love that, um, yeah, just there's so much freedom in it. It's so good. You were saying like some of the best ones are the ones you're least prepared for or something like that. Yeah, I, we've kind of almost got to the point of not preparing because the amount of times we'll prepare about what we're going to do and then we get to the last 10 minutes and we're like, can we stew on this? Because it, it, as, as Kim said, it just, it's, yeah, there's often a theme or something happens or someone says something, but it just, it often takes its own course. And it's, it's been, um, in all honesty, that's something I, I find difficult because I want to be prepared and I want to plan and I want to know how it's going to go. So actually letting go of that and increasingly it's been a journey for me, um, but extraordinary to see how God moves. So, yeah. Amazing as well that, you know, one of the values of the KFC is that we're, it's an all play. It's, it's an opportunity for us to grow in our gifts and we've all got different gifts. Some of us don't even, aren't aware of them. And I've loved that, seeing different people contribute um, at different times, whether it's, you know, through the, chaos, through the um, WhatsApp chat or whether it's in person. Um, it's, it's a place where we get to practice in the kingdom. Because at the end of the day, we don't go from, you know, sometimes we go from zero to hero in the power of the Holy Spirit in a moment. But we're all growing, aren't we? We're growing in, in the fruits. And as we journey with Jesus and, you know, the Holy Spirit gives us gifts, we, we, we use them. And like the parable of the talents, as we use them, we get given more. Um, so it's... It's so good seeing that, and I'm sure you guys have seen that, seeing your group grow in that way. Um, just to add that, it's, it's such a safe place, as, yeah, just as Saskia was saying. Um, because of this culture of honor, it's a safe place to, for people to step out and to grow in their spiritual gifts. And it is, sometimes it is a case of, of pushing yourself through um, whatever fear you may have but it's a safe place to do it. and as a family you've just got a group of people who are encouraging you on so in that respect it's it's just really fun to see people growing in a, in a safe way awesome and then so what would you say we've had a year of covid of kfcs and what would you say looking forward 
What does it look like for us, you know, God moving in our KFCs post-COVID as we look to open up and start meeting together? And is there anything you sense him doing or dream um, as we move forward together? I mean, I get really excited about being able to sort of um, invite people into these groups who, whether they're, you know, new to the area or finding Jesus or whatever the circumstances are, I get really excited that um, hopefully <laughs> we're going to be able to see more people soon and, and really open things up. And, um, you know, there's excitement with that. And a lot of people are also, um, you know, not feeling all that comfortable with that. And I think that's pretty normal as well. And I'm just so thankful that we have this sort of capacity to be able to um, invite people into that. And it's like, it's a soft space for people to land um, and for for maybe people who are meeting Jesus for the first time to be able to come and sort of, um, yeah, encounter him in a, in a community way and, and to be able to, to grow in that. And I'm, I'm very excited for how... Uh, for how we're gonna grow in the next year, yeah. I was thinking about this and I think almost um, this year of sort of lockdowns and not being able to meet in person has actually been a real blessing of space, um, allowing sort of KFCs to really connect, to get to know one another and almost just to lay this really strong foundation rather than kind of running before we can walk. It's allowed this foundation to be set and I feel like it's now a springboard for God to just be like, bang, down on the springboard, kind of launch you into the world. But you've already got that connection and foundation. Um, and I was reflecting this morning um, just on Prince Philip's life. And, you know, before he retired, sort of aged 96, I think it was, he was, he was doing 300 days out of 350 he had engagement. That was serving for 300 days a year. And I just thought, wow, what a model. And if we can like, take that as Christians in our kingdom families to just have this outward, we are serving one another, we are serving our community. Um, who can we help? Whether it's people, I'm sure there were times when Prince Philip thought, I really do not want to go and open this school and talk to strangers. But he did. He served and he gave himself, even if sometimes it was a bit blunt. And, and he loved people and he um, loved the queen and served her so faithfully. And I just thought, wow, if we can model that in our lives, um, you know, God can do so much. share the sentiment of excitement and um, uh, similarly just this picture if you've ever seen anyone training runners for strength training with a tire around there uh, or a rope behind them and dragging a tire along it kind of feels a bit like this last year has been been like that that we've been running with it pulling this flipping huge tire but as that gets cut suddenly we're off and it's like this it's a new it's a new rhythm it's a new pace uh, but I'm excited for just what we've been seeing and this kind of this growing momentum of wholeness, of, of an expectation of the miraculous. And I, I suppose, again, this revealing of sons and daughters of God, which is who we are, and what that looks like as we're released in greater measure out into the community and out into the world. Um, 
with the miraculous and not just a kind of a tick box. We go to church on Sunday and we're nice people, but actually we're whole people. We've got our eyes fixed on Jesus and we're, we're doing what Jesus did. And that, that excites me. So, yeah, let's, let's watch what happens. Come on, come on. Amazing, guys. Well, we just want to invite you guys to pray over us because, you know, of all that we've seen, all that we're hopeful, we just want to say yes to it now. And God, is, God has been, I'm sure, speaking to some of us through what these guys have said. Um, and this isn't about what happens on a Wednesday evening. This is about, you know, now. And it's about this, us being sons and daughters, like James says, being part of what God is doing, being part of his family. And it's so exciting. 2033, our vision has not been put on hold. Like, it, we're, we're just hitting a springboard into it. And we just want to be ready and go for whatever he's got. So, should we stand? Um, I'm just going to pray over our, um, our brothers and sisters who are joining us online, um, and there's online ministry and encounter for you to join on Zoom. They'll be starting after this, so I encourage you to go for that. But um, we just bless you. If you're tuning in online, we bless you as sons and daughters. We bless you as our brothers and sisters. And we bless you to know your place in that family of king, the kingdom of heaven, as a son and daughter of, of the Father, and to find your place in that. Uh, and we pray, Holy Spirit, you would stir up in them those gifts that you've given them, those, uh, the heart and the vision, the, the passions you've given them, to find their place in the family of God and the church, to serve the world. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on. Holy Spirit is moving. Just, should we just open our hearts to him? Let's just... You might even want to open your hands to him as we're just going to ask these guys to just minister over us. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Yeah, as you stand now, I want you to imagine that the Father is coming down from his throne and he is placing a crown on your head and he is saying, My son, my daughter. Just know that you are part of God's family. You carry kingdom DNA. And Lord, I pray that you would pour out your Holy Spirit now on each one of us, that our identity would be so strong and rooted in that knowledge that we are children of God, that whatever life throws at us, that cannot be changed. Our DNA is set. And I had a picture earlier of um, all the KFCs having sort of burning embers and carrying different elements of kingdom. Uh, whether it was a KFC that was dreaming big dreams or one that was, uh, had testimonies of healing. And then the fire from these different KFCs was like jumping onto other KFCs. So if there's something that you heard today, um, a testimony of healing, a testimony of restoration, just let that fire jump onto you, catch that fire. And we pray that the, the testimonies would be the spirit of prophecy in your life. In Jesus' name, amen.
I just feel that the God wants to break disappointment off this morning. And this year, last year gone, I know has, has created a lot of disappointments for a lot of people. Um, and uh, there's in the, the verse um, that Paul kindly read earlier, there's a, there was a phrase in it, be, be joyful in hope. And I believe this, a season's coming of just the, the, the releasing of just deep, deep hope into each of our hearts. But just that we need to we need to let that give that disappointment rather than holding on to it that we can we can give it to Jesus. So just as a as a prophetic act, if we can just picture whatever whatever disappointments we've experienced, and I'm sure there are many for, for most of us this last year, with pretty much everything in normal life being cancelled and all of the the plans that we've had, many of which have had to be set aside, from big disappointments to little ones, if we can just picture those and just take them in your hand and just give them to Jesus. And with your hands outstretched instead to receive his hope, his hope that conquers even death. His hope that is rooted in eternity. And just take hold of it and just bring it, bring it close to your heart. And Father, we thank you that you are the God of hope. We thank you, Lord God, for all that you have in store for each one. We thank you for the honor of journeying together. And we thank you, Lord God, for turning each one of these disappointments into a treasure of hope for what you have in store for us. I just want to pray Romans 15, 13, which says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Actually, with that, just this sense of just releasing expectation over each of us expectation over the church a fresh sense of expectation an expectation of the miraculous an increased expectation of the miraculous this, this would become something so normal to us so normal to us as a community as sons and daughters of God so normal to us. Thank you, Jesus.
Father, I thank you so much that you have created us as one body with many parts. And I just speak to each person today, whether you are already involved in a KFC, if you already are, I just want to speak to you and say that we need you. We need the manifest presence of God that he has put inside of you that nobody else can reflect the facet of who he is like you can. And so I just call that out of you. And we just say, God, today we commit to you, Lord, that we will give of ourselves, that we will serve of ourselves, and that we will, we will show up, that we will speak out, that we will um, be open to you, Lord, and open to being used by you, whether it's scary, whether it feels crazy, whether it um, is just a little bit uncomfortable. God, we just say that we are willing and that we will serve and that we will represent you, that we will speak out, that we will show up. And for anyone here who's not already a part of some community, of one of these beautiful communities or, or some place where you are, um, are plugged in, whether you are or you're not, we just, um, just speak over you belonging. We just speak over you um, acceptance. We speak over you um, just that you have a place here, that you have a place in the body of Christ. And Father, make it known. Make it known to us where you want us to be connected, where you want us to be serving, and in what manner and how we can represent you to each other and to our, our wider community, Jesus. And in that vein of just hearing and being willing <laughs> to say, I'm just going to say, I um, feel like if there's someone here that has a frozen shoulder or that has a recurring frozen shoulder, um, it might be your left shoulder, um, I would love to pray for you because I think the Lord really wants to, to heal you today. Before Kim started sharing, I had that sense of us, the body of Christ, and I had a sense of us, um, like we need to kind of re-surrender to being part of the body, that we need to re-surrender to God's call in our life, or, or God's call in, in, this, in this revival we're walking into, that we've been a long time in a different season, and God's calling us into family, He's calling us into action, and it may be that you've been hurt in the past in small groups and churches or whatever it may be and those are the reasons that you're saying no I can't join in or it may be that you're scared or maybe you feel ill-equipped and we've all these reasons and I just feel like we just need to kind of surrender as we go out into the world as we go into this next season and so if that's you I think this may be all of us, but if you want to ha raise your hands in that universal sign of surrender above your head and say I just give up I give up all my reasons. I give up all these things that make me not want to do this. And I say, I surrender. I want, to, I want to join in with you, Jesus. I want to be part of your body. I want to be your hands and feet to my fellow brothers and sisters and to those that, I, that don't know you. I surrender. So Jesus, we surrender to you and your will. We want, we want to do what you want to do. We want to join with you. And Jesus, we surrender our reasons. We surrender our pain to you. We 
we surrender our feeling of inadequacy to you. We surrender that feeling that we don't belong. And just know the Father's embrace. <laughs> he carries you. <laughs> it's his strength in your weakness. Mm. He chose you. <laughs> He's chosen you. He's calling you by name. <laughs> he calls you. You're equipped because he calls you. We bless what you're doing in our church. We thank you for what you're doing in our church. You're preparing us for your will, for your work. We just pray, God, that you would make our hearts ready, that you would stretch out, help us to stretch our tent, that we would make room for those that don't know you, that we would go to the lost, into the dark corners, Jesus. Jesus' name. Amen. I'm just going to say this final blessing over us as we walk into our own families, as we remember that we are part of a wider family, as we seek to include those in our family that don't know who they are. The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, and the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. If you need to continue to do business with God as the worship team, play us out and do just stay. If you don't know, uh, if you know someone that wants to be part of a KFC or you're looking to be part of a KFC, please just direct them or go to the website, uh, find KFCs, I think it's on the homepage now, and there'll be... uh, a contact, it'll be click, click here to contact Nick Graham Smith, that's me, and I'm here to help people uh, join a KFC if, or if people are new to help join the journey of this church and, and find their way into KFC. Uh, so bless you, I'll see you soon.